This is Medrash Tadchuma Parshas Va'era. The Medrash deals a lot with signs because both the stick that turns into a snake as well as the, the plagues are all signs. They're sending messages to multiple people at the same time, each with a targeted message and all happening simultaneously. Now, the Medrash asks, is it okay to ask for a sign? And it seems that it is okay. Even Noah asked for a sign to know that God was not going to destroy the world. And the sign he got, of course, was the rainbow. My father, Alva Shalom, had said that the rainbow was sort of a non-aggression pact that God was showing the world because it was a bow without an arrow. In any case, let's talk more about the, what the symbolism of the uh, snake turning into a staff. So the Medrash says that uh, the, first, the first signal was actually to Moshe himself, that he was supposed to know that Paro will deal treacherously in all the negotiations. And indeed he did. Remember the first time that Moshe and Ara went to see him, he denied the existence of God and then turned around and made the Jews gather the straw so that their work was far more uh, difficult. And of course, he was trying to drive a wedge between the Jewish people and their new revolutionary leaders. And he did indeed drive a wedge. Uh, so that was one symbol of the uh, staff turning to a, to a snake. Uh, another one was the fact that Paro bragged how he was going to kill Moshe, and then when he was in, in the same company as Moshe, he was like a staff. He was mum, no, never, never made no threats in front of Moshe. And yet another one was about the treachery of the whole Egyptian court system and justice system that they, they kill people without any due process. They are a snake. Um, of course, you know, the second time that Moshe and Aaron came to uh, see Pharaoh, so you know that each, they each uh, threw down their staff and it turned into snakes. But when it was all over, when the contest was over, the, the staff, not the snake, the staff of Aaron consumed all the other staffs, dozens of staffs. Now this sent a very targeted message to Pharaoh. Why? I believe it's because the most uh, frightening part of his own dream, the dream that Yosef interpreted, was that skinny cows ate fat cows, something very unlikely. So here you have this miracle that this staff consumed dozens of the staffs from, the, uh, from all the people that worked with Pharaoh, you know, the witchcraft and all those people, and yet the staff was no thicker. It wasn't like a snake that had a big bulge in the middle showing what, uh, where, what he just ate for lunch. The staff was the same size, but it ate everyone else's. So that was a particular message. In fact, Haro got the message. He said, wow, I bet you if you told the staff to, to consume me and my throne, it would do so. So he got the message, but it was obviously quickly forgotten because you don't see anything in his later behavior which showed that he saw the power of God. 
Okay, so speaking of the power of God, let's talk about the plagues. What was the messages? So again, multiple messages. The world saw the power of God. Uh, the Jewish people saw how, you know, the, the, their oppressors were being punished. So they, it, the, there was a love that grew between the Jewish people and God and faith in God. And then, of course, the Egyptians were being punished, but not, according to the Medrash, just punished for the sake of punishment. It was, as the Medrash so often says, Mida Kenegan Mida. Every single one of the plagues had to do with some kind of humiliation that the Jews had to go through. In other words, the Medrash is telling a very different story than perhaps you might think from uh, just reading the Chumash. That it's not so much that the Jews were going through tremendous hard labor and hardships, which they were, but what the Medrash focuses on, especially for the lesson of Mida Kadagamiga, Mida measure for measure, it was the humiliation. Every one of the plagues was supposed to send a message also to the Egyptians saying, and having them recognize the humiliation that they caused the Jewish people to suffer and give them a chance to repent, to, to grow from that, perhaps to see that the Jewish God was a God that, you know, was so much more just than their, their idol worship. So let's go through some of them. Uh, the first one, of course, is Dam. And the measure says it has to do with damnida. In other words, women who were menstruating were not allowed to go to, to the mikvah. They weren't allowed to go in any place, any river. And of course, we know that Batya, the daughter of Paro, went to the Nile River, and the, Jew, and the Jewish women were not allowed to go there. Uh, specifically, the Nile River was banned from that. And because of that humiliation, which, by the way, was sort of a forced birth, birth control, because people wouldn't have sexual relations with their with their spouse if the wife was Anita. So it's interesting the many sources that say the Nile was the god of fertility. So that would be a perfect Mida Mida kind of punishment. But of course the Jewish the life of the Egyptians, although they're trying to make the life the home life of a Jew miserable, their entire life of the Egyptians was turned upside down because of course as everybody learned as a kid, that the uh, that's not just the Nile that turned into blood, but also every cup of water they couldn't bathe, they couldn't drink, they couldn't wash their clothes. Uh, and then all the rest of them also fall in line. It's all about humiliation. Svardea, uh, they made the Jews go capture reptiles for them, which wasn't something maybe they needed, but just for degradation. And so they got Svardea. And uh, the same thing with the Kinim. Uh, you know, they had, uh, they had to sweep uh, the sidewalks and then the, the, eventually that, that dust turned into lice. And uh, wild animals, they sent the Jewish slaves to go f capture wild animals. Some say actually they made them sort of like the gladiators, the Roman gladiators had to fight with the animals in public and uh, then the animals attacked Egypt Egyptians. Uh, and the same thing with uh, the crops. And any kind of crops, you know, that, that involves the, uh, the Dever and the uh, Barad and the Arbe, all that, you know, whenever they had to pick crops, they, uh, 
which was perhaps not necessary, again, humiliating. And so they were punished by having these crops destroyed. And uh, even the, uh, the boils, the, uh, the shechin, they made the Jews soothe their skin with ointments, and then they got these boils, which, uh, of course, was nothing that you could soothe. You couldn't uh, ever be comfortable when you had these boils. So what is interesting, I was saying before, <clears throat> that it's all Mida Kadmiga. There's a famous saying from the Chetam Sofer that one of the reasons that Yisro converted, I'll read it to you in Hebrew, So he takes this verse to mean that when Yitro realized that the Egyptians actually were punished, and they understood that each one of the plagues was connected a form of humiliation that they did to the Jewish, to the Jews, Yisro was so impressed with these sort of targeted messages that are meant to help someone learn and grow and do tshuva and change and recognize who the real God was. So that's why he converted. So as we said, that is really the theme of the Parsha, uh, that this was not uh, random plagues, but all sort of for a reason. And one last thing I want to say is when the Jews realized that God took the trouble to, to acknowledge their suffering and their humiliation, and the plagues were sort of telling the story of all their humiliation, and the Egyptians were suffering and perhaps realizing what they did, this, of course, was also a source of healing for the Jewish people because, you know, their tormentors had to face what they did and absorb the lessons and this kind of sensitivity that God had in making this happen, this, that their tormentors were acknowledging that they humiliated them, certainly helped with the healing. So that's all part of the beautiful, miraculous story of the plagues. Have a great Shabbos.